Welcome everybody to the Sunset Wrestling Podcast, your home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. So to my guy, what's going on, Primo? What's up, Not up, much, not much. Uh, like I always say, another week of wrestling uh, in the books. That's so, a fact. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, discussing uh, Crown Jewel and SmackDown. Yes, sir. That's a fact. Because, you know, you know uh, SmackDown would probably be the the aftermath of uh, what happened at Crown Jewel, you know? Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, before we do that, uh, I want to wish you uh, a very happy birthday. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. you know, wishing you lots of blessings and, you know, good vibes your way. Oh, this year could be it. This year could be it. We all we all expect that right now. So you know, every year, every year is our year. So I'm gonna say it again. Like everybody feels like it. This is this is my year. Okay. Every year is our year. So okay. We're both 28. You know. So you know, you got me by a week, but it's okay. We're basically twins. It's okay. But um, yeah, no, I don't know. I think you said it once before that uh, when <laughs> after 21, it all falls downhill. It, it I don't just, believe that. It just all falls apart. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> but WWE, WWE, I think will be all right after this event because Crown Jewel. I gotta say, I know you watched that work. I was watching that work. It was it, it was really good. This yeah. is a really good pay per view. Yeah, I, I, I um, you know, I, I mentioned uh, to you privately. I, I thought this was one of the. Uh, best events that they had on the year um and for you know there's no doubt this was probably the best uh crown jewel ever out of you know the three or four um that they had um, I, I can agree with that yeah it's just that everything um everything ran smooth it was very enjoyable uh, enjoyable to watch um and honestly, like, there wasn't anything that, that had me, like, you know, upset or, like, second, you know, guessing them or anything like that. Um, you know, it was a, a, a much-needed victory for WWE. Since they're in this little competition with AEW, this was... I don't think it was little, but you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But, um, but you know, uh, this was a plus for WWE because... Honestly, I, I wasn't disappointed with, with what yeah. I watched. You know, even the, even the matches that they said, like, oh, it's just filling matches. Where like, and they planned the small matches and small rivalries. They were really good, and they were, like, I like I have no, I, I agree with you. I have no complaints about this pay per view. I have no complaints about the event itself, um, especially considering you know Saudi Arabia. It's once a year, twice a year. We don't get the greatest Royal Rumble as well. But um, no, I, I thought it was a fantastic event from top mm-hmm. to bottom. It kicked off the kickoff show had you know the Usos prevailing. That was great. It came, the show started off with you know Hell in a Cell with Agent Ross and you know going right through the King of the Rings and Queen of the Rings and going right to the 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 main event. The, every match was quality. Every match was consistent. Every match was worth value. So it was. You know, this this was this was a big win for them. This was a big plus to 
get the fans back in, in the mix and having everything they planned go the way they wanted to for once. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right now they got to capitalize off this and go on with the rest of, you know, SmackDown and the weeks to come up until the next pay-per-view and going up to the Rumble and so on and so forth and going to Mania. Yeah. So let's get right to it. So uh, let's break down these matches. Um, so we have the, the kickoff uh, tag team match. Uh, which featured uh, the Usos versus um, the Her Business, uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, you know, I, I it was kind of like a weird match to put in place because there was no build up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Just like it's an old match. Really. Yeah, they just like you know put both teams in it, but um, you know, it, it was still a, a very decent match, which. Uh, the Usos picked up the victory after Jay Uso um, pinned Alexander after um, in Uso splash. So um, right. very, uh, you know, good way to, you know, kick off the crown jewel. Um, very enjoyable, you know, but, you know, I, I wish there was like more to it. And like, like, you know, um, just to put these two tag teams in just a match, like in just a short amount of time, no buildup. It kind of felt like a little strange, um, but you know, the match was decent. Right. No, I enjoyed it. I think the Usos are, I think we spoke before, you told me the Usos are the best tag team in WWE. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm I'm big on Street Profits guys are right now the Usos are, are red hot and there's no yeah. styling them right now. Yeah. No, and and um I think like you know, with with, with this match, like it, it would have meant a lot more if like they were actually feuding. Like if they were actually like on the same brand, um, mm-hmm. I think there were you know there would be more. Um, I guess like the out. I think the the match itself uh, probably would have been a lot better. But you know, um, you have these two tag teams, the Usos and. Uh, the Hurt Business, they're both heels. They're both on different brands. Like, this is something that you would probably put, like, on the Survivor Series. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that will be one at one point. I think this could be, you know, Bloodline versus um, I mean, the Hurt the, Business could be way, something. The way things are going, if, if, if they are doing that Raw versus SmackDown thing, I mean, it would be RK-Bro against the Usos, which, mm-hmm. which you know... On no paper, on, yeah, on paper, that looks like it would be a fun match. Um, so now starting with the crown jewel, the first match on the card, Edge versus Seth Rollins. I know you said it's supposed to be the match to watch, and it came out, and that was the first match on the so, card. Yeah, so, yeah, this was the match that I was totally locked in on, and I'm glad I said that because this was the match of the night, hands down. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with all the storytelling, um, just everything about this match was was near perfect. You know, um, you know the moments. You know that that you know had us like even like oh my god moments was like you know when um, Edge uh, tried to do a a cross face attempt, and you know uh, like. Seth Rollins jams a piece of the chair into Edge's eye, and right. we already we already know Seth Rollins' history with eyes. Yeah, that's <laughs> not yeah, that's not that's not so bad. To say we did. Shout out to yeah. Mysterio. Yeah, so <laughs> I know Raheem Mysterio definitely uh, definitely did not like that um, part <laughs> of the match. 
Um, but anyway, it's just like, you know, everything, you know, um, when when uh, Edge also like pushed uh, Raw, like through, well, you know, pushed Rollins onto the, the cage and then he like bounced off into the table. Like, um, it, it was just crazy. Like this match was, was uh, by the way, the crowd was behind it. 100%. Um, all, all, all the near falls, like, you know, at different times was like, oh, is Edge getting the victory? Is Rollins getting the victory? But, uh, um, you know, uh, lots of great moments. You know, Seth Rollins uh, doing the, the sunset flip powerbomb uh, off the ladder. Shout um, out to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and then only for Edge to you know uh pick up the victory you know by using uh seth rollins's move the blackout on the chair yeah it's top to bottom this is a five-star match um i'll go and say if not five star four stars and three quarter (laughs) (laughs) where everything is close to perfect it wasn't perfect match it was great story time and it was the rubber match yeah so, uh, and then also, you know, when I go, like, when I say, uh, like, storyline, you remember a couple of years back, you know, when Edge was retired, and then Seth Rollins uh, threatened to stomp on Edge, right? When he to was bring feeding, back the authority. Yeah, when he was feuding with Cena, and then it, it kind of seems fitting that that um, Edge, you know, finishes off Rollins with his own move. Yeah. It made perfect sense. It was, it, it was honestly, it was honestly perfect storytelling from one of the best wrestlers on the roster now to one of the greatest, greatest wrestlers of all time. Right. So it was perfect fitting. Um, match well worth it. Worth full whatever whatever the, whatever the investment was for this rivalry, they got the most out of it. Yeah. We move on to. I think one match that, you know, uh, people in Saudi Arabia were looking forward to. I mean, we all were, but especially in Saudi Arabia, Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. And this this was a fun match. This was enjoyable. A lot of, um, I don't want to say high level, you know, pins and, and opportunities, but the it was, a, it was a good, wholesome, quality match. Yeah, they have uh, Mansoor... Uh, um, out here in Saudi Arabia, looking like the Undertaker. Yeah, just complete greatness. Just, like, nah, like you know, Mansoor already has a streak going, so we'll see how far that goes. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, nevertheless, uh, Mansoor picks up the victory after he executes the slingshot ne- uh, neckbreaker. Um, Post match, you know, Mustafa Ali attacks uh, Mansoor and. We have the silver medalist um, Hamedi uh, in uh, karate uh, come in and he just <laughs> knocks Lady out. Waste. Yeah, knocks out Ali with a kick. Um, and if I'm, I'm not. If I uh, apologize if I'm uh, saying his uh, name wrong, but it's uh, Tarek Tarek Hamedi. Tarek, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kept trying to understand that nail again. Yeah, he won a Tariq silver medal. Hamedi. Yeah, he won a silver medal in karate, so um, lays out Ali with a kick. Kind of looks like a like a roundhouse kick. Um, in a Bruce Lee. 
Yeah, much, much, uh, much to the enjoyment of the crowd. So again, yeah, you know, it was nice to have put up some of the early as well. Yeah, smart marketing by WWE, by the way. Hundred uh, percent. Then we have AJ Styles and Almost versus RK Bro for the another WWE great match Raw Tag Team Champions. It was, <laughs> but let me tell you this: I absolutely lost it when I saw Matt Riddle come to the ring on the camel. Bro, I was like, what is he on? I was like, oh, no, he's on a cable. And he had this long, not to mention they're playing orange and orange music. And it's such a long walk. I'm like, oh, my God, get off the cable. Yeah, it was just like, I was I was like, yo, you can't make this shit up. But, you know, that that's what makes uh, people are, like, this is what's going to, like, have people um, support Riddle. The, just the fact that he's funny. And, and, and all this and all this like crazy stuff that he does and all, all the crazy stuff that he says, he, it's going to make him into a top superstar. And right. also being partnered with um, Randy Orton, it, it kind of like sets him up to be a, 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 a possible mega superstar down the road. Could be. Yeah. Well, time will tell with that. He's on a great start and the rings that so far, the people he's put like, People always say don't you know don't poke the bear, but the bears he's poked at have been like people that he's that's that that gives him that gives him notice. I mean, when he when he first came over, it was like oh Brock Lesnar's trash, and then when he was like already when he was already settled in NXT, oh I want to fight Goldberg, and I was like oh what's, who is this guy? I thought like, who is this guy going after these Not, and, top and tier thing, guys? And, and that's thing it solidifies him. His in the beginning, his future was a little cloudy because of those comments he'd be saying. But now right. it's like he started winning everyone over with his, you know, with his, I guess, with his character, with his funniness, you know, being funny and all that. So, um, high, you know, I was going to say high things for Bill. <laughs> I mean, the dude, the dude's always high, so might as well. It um, looks like it. It looks yeah. always What's up, dude? What's up, bro? But, you know, uh, RK Bro uh, picks up the pinfall. Um, after a corkscrew moonsault from R- Riddle on AJ Styles, uh, one thing is uh, that I want to mention: AJ Styles just does does not learn. Like, how many times does he have to try to do the um, the forearm, the flying forearm, and get hit by be, something? No, only to get caught by an RKO. Like, as soon as he went for it, I was like, RKO. <laughs> Um, you you would think a top five wrestler on the roster, one of the greatest wrestlers in the business, would realize that, hey, let me not do the forearm right now off the top rope. Let right. me do something else. And <laughs> that girl was great though. It was yeah. great. Led to the led to the finish. Definitely, definitely well worth it. Right. Um then we have the Queen's Crown Finals, Dewdrop versus Selena Vega. Um, all I gotta say is I am so very happy and and, and proud that Selena Vega, you know, uh, won the Queen's Crown uh, tournament. Nothing against Dewdrop, but I feel like Selena Vega needed it more. Um, right. You know, she recently resigned with WWE, um, and you know, a lot of people were questioning, like, all right, what route are they, like, how are, how is she going to be used? Because, 
you know, the the WWE women's roster is stacked. So it's like, damn, is she going to, like, job? You know, is she, like, going to lose all her matches? And it kind of started off that way. She lost, like, three or four straight matches. But then... Yeah, I think um, it was three straight she won and she lost a couple more, so... Yeah, she she's uh, then she you know picked up momentum and then finally um she's you know she's queen uh queen of the ring um but I, I saw a lot of impressive stuff in this match um you know uh she did like a kind of like a was it like a tornado DDT well I, I don't know something um, like that I I I, I, I call it I, I I call it a tornado DDT that's a little like me. Dewdrop sold that very well, and her finisher was fantastic as well. I mean, that was I did not expect that a girl her size to put out a girl Dewdrop size. Yeah. So like emphatically, that this that was great. So like well deserved. She's not queen in the ring now. She has she, that's her first you know, uh, first big athlete on a resume, and yeah. she deserved it. It's been yeah. How and, and, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, with her, what, what goes, you know, uh, heading forward. Um, is she going after a championship? Uh, well, she got, now she has a kid, uh, you know, a gimmick. Now she has a character, uh, yeah. you know, that she's going to have to play along with. So now uh, I definitely see a, t- a championship belt uh, in the future for Zelina Vega. So uh, I think, you know, it's a matter of like when, that's going to happen because you know, obviously, um, you know Charlotte's the champion. I don't see I don't see Charlotte and uh, a feud between Charlotte and Zelina Vega anytime soon. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, going to the next match on the card is Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg in a whole a no holds barred false count anywhere match. We both thought that this match was going to flop. When in essence, again, Goldberg went past his four-minute threshold and actually put out a good match. Actually, it was not a bad match. This was a fun match to watch. The ending was great. Well, it started off really, really slow. Let me tell you, you know, let me tell you that. It's it started slow, and I was just like, oh boy, like not again. And I was like, and then, you know, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm waiting for the botches to come. And then next thing you know, you know, uh, Goldberg hits Bobby with the spear. And and then, you know, he signals for the jackhammer. And I'm like, here it comes. Here comes the botch. And it was clean. It was a clean Mm -hmm. jackhammer. I was like, oh, okay, look at that. And, you know, doesn't go for the pinfall. He takes his glove off. And I was like, okay, wow, he's actually, what, he's going to punch the guy to death? You know, he, he did say he was going to kill him. Um, yeah. So after that, Spears Bobby Lashley through the barricade. Um, and then, you know, basically uh, after that, uh, Goldberg tries to really kill Bobby Lashley. Um, and, you know, as Lash- Lashley is retrieving, um, up to the ramp, we see the her her business. business. Yep, with the kendo sticks. Goldberg All for takes, nothing. Yeah, Goldberg takes care of them. Um, and then which, which I I didn't expect this. Uh, the next thing you know, you see uh Goldberg spear uh Bobby Lashley off the stage, which looked great. Like Bobby, yeah, <laughs> Bobby literally sold that. 
Um, so uh, it, it was a good match. I mean, it, listen, it wasn't a great match, but you can you can say that this was one of the better Goldberg matches that he's had recently. Like this is better yeah. than Goldberg's like five or six mat- last matches. Hundred percent. Um, even though like. He didn't do much, you know. He he did, he did enough to where it was like, yeah, all right, this this is worth it. Yeah, because like if you compare it to his last, like uh, let's say three matches, there was a lot of botch um, on Goldberg's part within those matches. But here, you know, he he spears Bobby Lashley, clean jackhammer, uh, then spears Bobby Lashley again through the barricade, um, and then spears <laughs> Bobby Lashley yet again off the off the stage. So. Um, it, it was you know, it was better than expected. I'm not gonna say it was a oh my god that that was match of the year or it was great. No, it, it was better than expected. No, it was it was worth it. Um, when you break it down bit by bit, it was definitely as advertised. It was definitely something that was um, you can say that was okay. I think I gen- I genuinely enjoyed this match. You can go sit back on this. Okay. I don't think Lashley's going to have any more losses coming soon. I don't think Goldberg's going to have, you know, Goldberg's not set to win many matches yet. But more matches soon because this is, I think this is his last contract. But the matches that we're getting now have gotten better since he first came back. So to that, I salute WWE for doing that. I salute Goldberg for actually getting better and better in the ring the older he gets. So, you know, when the time comes when these guys will get back at it again, these guys will get back at it again. And mm-hmm. we'll see. There'll probably be a rubber match by Survivor Series where it will conclude how Goldberg, how uh, Lasty chokes, uh, chokes out Goldberg's uh, son again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my, uh, to our calculation, it's what, 1 1? Yeah, it's 1 1. Okay. Uh, next uh, is Xavier Woods versus. Finn Balor for the King of the Ring finals. Uh, as you know, Xavier Woods beats uh, Finn Balor using the Limit Breaker to become the new King of the Ring. Um, honestly, like this match, uh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, you know, before anything, you know, before the whole tournament, uh, I said I wanted Ricochet, but then I didn't, uh, you know, I, I then said like, I wouldn't be mad if Finn Balor or Xavier Woods, um, act, you know, actually won the tournament. Um, Xavier Woods winning the tournament is huge um, because now the debate goes, is New Day the best stable of all time? Is Are they the best faction of all time? Um, they might. They might be. They, they, I can agree with that. Like, the... You can argue, but and, and people are like, no, it's definitely like, uh, you know, people are probably gonna mention like, oh, it's the shield, oh, it's 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 you know the NWO or anything like that, you know. But you got to see what WWE, well, what the New Day has done as a team and what they're doing as individual superstars. So, um, you have two world heavyweight champions. One in Kofi, now one with Big E. You have a multi-time World Rumble highlight reel in Kobe Kingston. You have a multi-time Intercontinental Champion in Kobe Kingston. You got 
Biggie is an IC champ. You got a Money in the Bank winner. And the I think does Kobe have the Money in the Bank as well? So all right. So they had so they had two WWE champions, right? Kobe and Biggie. And, and Biggie, right? So they've won the tag titles eleven times. And that's I think and, that's and over that's, and that's just mixed. That's like, you know, uh you know, either Kingston and Woods or, or, or Big E and Kingston. Yeah, that's both. Um, then you have uh, the King of the Ring with Woods. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Then you have... Uh, so Woods is probably the only person that like uh, needs more accolades. But, um, you know, j- just itself... Also, US champion. Yeah. But just itself, like even pre New Day, you know, you had Kofi being IC champion four times, uh, United States champion three times, um, Big E, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was a NXT champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big E was definitely an NXT champion. He was also an IC champion. So, um, you know, whether it's whether it's a tag team or individual. Um, yeah, they're, they're actually speak for themselves. So, yeah. um, but it was a very fun match. Uh, I, I love the fact that Xavier Woods won. I like I, um, I had my preference, but I had no problem uh, of the winner being Woods. Woods uh, want wanted this. Uh, I think more than any you know anyone and it showed um, because of, of the history. Like you know, if you watch Up Up Down Down. Um, he he's gone on record saying that you know all he wants to do is you know big king of the ring he, when he when he played i think it was like smackdown um he created a guy named zero and like his attire to the ring was like a king of the ring like with the crown and right 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 yeah um and you know uh, uh even on uh what's it called on uh up up down down with uh with the party you know, he would call himself, uh, I think it was like the king, and he was dressed up as a king, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, right. this was this was everything very, was form fitting, yeah. This was a, a very special moment for him, definitely, uh, and rightfully deserved. So, um, you know, kudos to, to Woods, well deserved. Well, I mean, this could have gone either way. I would have been cool if Ballard won, but Ballard, you know. Has to be has to be solidified and be legitimate, which he is. We all know who he is. Um, this was cemented it, but right now, probably this won't be. It's just the push. Um, this was the push Woods to be better, and that's what it came out to be. So, shock the baller. Um, this could have went either way. Uh, I have zero complaints about how this went out. Um, you know, if uh, if Baller won, no complaints. Great idea. If Woods won, which he did, no complaints, great idea. So now it's just, let's see. Like I said, we, we shall see. This will be what we expect now. Okay, they gave a great idea. They pushed the idea. They did succeeded. Now, what does WWE do with Woods? Do they turn him heel like we've been talking about or thought about for a while? Um, does he become like King Booker, King Corbin, go heel? Does he uh, stay face and just be that good guy that gets into the title hunt? Whether it be an IC title, um, 
<laughs> so, uh, gets an headweight mix, you know, get involved somehow. Push this personality, push this character to the moon. Right. And Gary Woods can do this role, this character. He can definitely do this um, to the limit. So right. this will be a great idea for him. Okay, give it a shot. What can we do? What can we do to make you a superstar? Not just he is a star, but what can we do to make to get you hit that next level, that next step from being a star to a superstar right. to one right. of the greatest? So this is a great chance to do so. So let's see what you got. Yeah. Um. Moving on, we have the battle of the heavyweights. Uh, for the WWE Championship, Big E versus Drew McIntyre, in which we saw Big E pick up the victory after uh, connecting the big ending on uh, Drew. This was fun. This I had no complaint with this. This was okay. I did, it, it was it was kind of a, I need I need Drew to decide. Are you going to be this badass heel? Are you going to be this good guy face? Because a face versus face match. Is fun sometimes. It just didn't feel right to this time. That's my only issue with this. Like the whole build up for this, you were, you know, you had animosity towards Big E, then you were cool with Big E, then you got tag team, all out for a great match with you. Da, 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 da. There was just no fire in my in my mind. There was no fire in Drew compared to what it was when you had hit a vendetta against somebody. When they wrestled, when he fought Bronx. There was, you know, there was grit. There was fight. When he fought Lashley, especially at the Midian match, there was nothing but pure, like, envy and anger and jealousy and fire within it. I didn't feel it this time around against Big E. I think that's what kind of, like, took me away a bit from this match. Great match, but I think that's what, like, eh, it was fun. It was good. Well worth it. I'll be honest. I I, I love the match because, you know, I mentioned the, the battle of heavyweights. And when you think about heavyweights, you think of, you know, obviously big, strong men and whatnot. But there's one thing, you know, with, with Biggie and Drew McIntyre is the fact that um, for them being big guys, um, they're very athletic. They're very athletic. Yeah. And they have a lot of speed and agility for their, you know, for their size. So, um, you know, when, when you see all these different counters and, you know, um, it, it delivers, you know. So having this match and, and you know going back to like when you said like oh what, what's up with drew like i i i gotta give it to drew to be honest with because the fact that he's helping others like he's you know he's allowing others to be pushed you know mm-hmm. and, and he, he's taking the falls and we've seen that the past couple of months you, you like major credit to him because not a lot of people are are, are gonna do that um and when you do that, you're definitely going to be rewarded again down the road. So, you know, look for for Drew McIntyre to, you know, uh, um, win something major soon. But um, nevertheless, like this match absolutely slapped. And the fact that, you know, um, it slapped. Yeah. <laughs> love, the way you, love the way you put it. That was perfect. It just slaps. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just the fact that, you know, um, the amazing chemistry between Drew and Big E um, is what made this WWE Championship match very successful. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it was a great match. Um, yeah, 
that that was perfect. I'm gonna have to let you use that in the in the caption. Like this shit slaps. <laughs> <Crown Jewel. laughs> then uh, then we go to a triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Title: uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, um, in which we saw Becky Lynch retain. This match was incredible. It was, and and definitely surpassed my expectations because I. I didn't expect that, you know, like, listen, we know that all three of them can deliver on big matches, but this was just like on another level, in my opinion. Um, and this is why um, it, it shows how strong uh, WWE's women's division um, is. And, you know, it, it also shows how far Bianca Belair um, has become as a wrestler because we know and we, you know, we know what to expect from Becky Lynch and Sasha because we've seen them um, countless, many times. Yeah, countless, you know, countless times. But we're, we're Belair giving another opportunity at a main event um, to see what, you know, kind of like tapping into her potential. Like, all right, can, can she hang with, with um, you know, with the big ones? So um, she definitely can. And um, everything about this match was incredible. Um, you know, this this match was was fantastic. Um, and I I don't know what else to say. Like everything was 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 perfectly executed. So um, yeah, I I love the match. So my question to you about this, and it goes. This is going ahead now. Now that we got past, you know, where the where the ending and where the ending ended the way it did, do you think Becky's holding on to the belt that much longer? Um, yeah, yeah. The reason why I'm asking you because you know Bianca is on her ass about it. You know Sasha's back and she's been, you know, it's well, been she she's back. She's on her ass. So it's like, you know, they want to put the belt back on Sasha. You know, Becky. Uh, you know Becky's back, so she got what she what she left off at. You know, before she left, when she got pregnant. You know, Belair. You know, they, she did fine with the belt, so it's like she'll always be in the mix, and they want to yeah, put the belt back on Banks. It, it's going to be interesting um, because you know now Bianca's. Uh, you know, Becky's going where? Uh, Becky's on Raw, right? Yes. So is. Bianca. Uh, Bianca? So that's probably going to be the feud going forward. Um, Let me, uh, I'm just trying to think, like, who who would you put um, in a, you know, in a feud with Becky? Because I see Becky holding on for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, do you put in... Alexa Bliss or returning Alexa Bliss? We haven't seen. That's what I'm saying. Is like, do you do you see it? Do you see her dropping the belt? Do you see her holding on for a while longer? Yeah, no, I, I definitely in, do. Getting the Rumble, getting the Rumble season. They know they want to do Becky and, and Ronda, which is what they've been saying for a while. But is it for the belt? Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's either going to be Alexa or or um, or Bianca because. Sasha's stuck in SmackDown, so she's probably going to be feuding with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. 
I'm trying to think. Uh, there's maybe Liv Morgan if she gets a push because I know the fans were behind Liv Morgan, but you know, um, it, it, at times it kind of looked like she was going to get a push, but uh, that kind of like stopped. Could it be Tegan Knox? Tegan Knox is somebody that I can probably see um, high on the card. You know, high. You know, being a, a future champion herself. So right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing with, with WWE. Their women's division is deep, so it's like... Anybody can step up. Yeah, it's, it's just that like, they only see like, we mentioned this in a previous episode, they only see the four horse women, which is Bailey, um... Becky, Charlotte, Sasha. Right, and then you add Bianca, because now they feel like, you know what, Bianca's reliable. Right. So that's their core five right there. So they, I think when it comes to WWE, they just need to trust the others more. Like, do they trust Liv Morgan? I think they're 50-50 on that. I definitely think the, 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 the crowd is definitely behind Liv Morgan, but, you know, could it be Mia Yim? She's also on, on Raw, so it's like, um, we'll, 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 we'll discuss it later, Dave. There's, yeah. there's a lot we could break down. There's a lot we could talk about on, a, a different, on another episode. Yeah, and then, uh, Moving on to the main event, which is uh, Becky Lynch. Oh, no. Whoa. We talked about that. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship, in which we saw uh, Roman Reigns uh, pick up the victory. Unmatched. No complaints whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the Paul Heyman effect is just so much better when it's two guys that used to, that, you know, at the time we were with Paul. Um, it was a perfect time to use interference to get involved. Um, heel being heel, I, I can't. You can't really say Rock's a face or a heel. He just I, does I think what he's he does. A face. I think that's clear cut. He's it's he's been a heel forever. So it's like see him come back and be the way he is, and like it kind of like solidifies him being a face. But he's always been a heel though. So like, is this the first turn? Like, oh, da, 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 I'm this guy, this guy, this guy. Like, I don't care what you are. I'm gonna do what I want to do. It's like right. anti-heroish, but at the same time, it's like people are growing more and more day by day to hate Roman, and it just makes his character that much better. Yeah, because he's so good at what he does. So having more and more fuel to the fire just makes it better. Yeah, but bro, there was giving me Paul to make this match great. The match was great because of Paul Heyman. They're both down, and, and, and Paul's like this looking. Look at him, Brock. Look at him, Roman. Brock, goddammit. And he's just wilding out. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was, it was good poetry. And, um, here's, and here's the thing. He throws the title right in the ring, right in the middle between both of them. And he says that, and then he says, you know what to do. But again, who is he saying that oh. to? So, the, the, so cliff, the cliffhanger is still there. I personally believe I'm going to pick a side. He's turning. I, huh? He's turning. He's going to go back to Brock. I'm telling I you. Think it was, I think it was towards Brock Lesnar. Um, because just the facial, I mean, unless he's a, I mean, he is a great, you know, actor. But, uh, um, based on, uh, on Heyman's face when, when uh, Roman was celebrating on top of the stage or ramp, you saw him covering his face, kind of like signaling that it wasn't meant for Roman. That's my take. Obviously, you know, WWE loves swerving people and whatnot, but um, 
you know, the cliffhangers there, uh, it, it's a story that, you know, gets to continue. Um, you know, obviously the story is who is Paul Heyman truly aligned with, um, in which we'll probably know sooner rather than later. Um, but I'm definitely digging uh, face, uh, Brock Lesnar as a face. Uh, crowd favorite right off the bat. And, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. Well, I'm, man, just, just commit to one. Like, I'm, commit, I'm committing to Paul and Brock. Every time, every time Paul has a new guy and Brock comes around, he always goes back to Brock, or he goes back to the guy before. The guy Paul Heyman was paid by WWE, left WWE to go to ECW to rock with who? RVD. Punk was Heyman's guy. He left Punk back, go back to Brock. He had he had Brock was a new guy. He turned his back on Brock to his old guy, Big Show. It's just a revolving, it's a continuous circle over and I, over I, and over. I, I, like, I'm curious to see, like, if if Heyman does turn on uh, Roman Reigns, it's like, I I would love to see the expression on Roman's face and, 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 what's, <laughs> and what's next, like, for Roman. Um, because, you know, Roman's success, a large portion of it is... is was, was Heyman. Was Heyman. So, um... We'll, we'll we'll just uh we'll see uh what 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 transpires, but um great pay per view loved it um I have no like I give it a nine yeah uh, I have nine, no ten, a a a minus a I give I give it a minus uh, like a good a minus almost to an I'll a. give it a I, nine, I'll give nine it a, and a half I'll give it a solid a solid a. Yeah, I guess a nine, nine and a half. This was well worth it. Now everything was entertaining. There's no like up and down. Everything was just like a nice steady, nice steady increase. And when it spiked, it went up and then it kept going again. A nice increase again. This was it, this was well worth it. I, I enjoyed this top to bottom. Well worth trying to avoid not getting in trouble to work. Why are you on your phone? I'm on the phone. I'm just looking at inventory. Right. right. I'm back, back to back to back to back to watching WWE. So, but the backlash onto this now going to SmackDown. Um, if I could pick three things to like really focus on, they doubled down with Brock trying to get revenge on Roman, and he acknowledged Roman. Adam Pierce goes for the uh, suspension, beats up Adam Pierce again, aka Johnny Sins 2.0, beat his ass. Uh, now he's gone for a while, so we'll see when. Probably give until maybe maybe see uh, Rumble season when Brock comes back. That's my uh, my yeah, best. Bet. I mean, we 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 uh, there were reports that said that you know um, that Brock would probably take another hiatus. We don't know how long, um, so we knew like you know he wasn't going to win the the WWE um, Universal Championship, but. Um, that's his way of, you know, taking that time off with the suspension. Uh, SmackDown wasn't really all that crazy. Uh, they had four matches. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Sami Zayn. Uh, Mansoor defeated uh, Mustafa Ali in a, you know, in a rematch. Um, we saw the debut of Hit Row uh, versus... About time. <laughs> versus uh, two... Who was it? Dustin Lloyd... Uh, 
Dustin, uh, Dustin Lawyer and Daniel Williams, a quick you know squash match for for another part I liked that I, I enjoy I could take out of it. Now they're official. Now they're on the, the main roster. Now, yeah. Let's now another tag team, another stable, another tag team group is in the fold. So let's see what these guys do. Let's well, see what goes well, down. Here's the thing: we were talking about potential uh, feuds for for the Usos. Here comes the hit row. Especially on SmackDown. Yeah. So that, that could be another team. And uh, the other match on the card was um, Happy Corbin uh, defeating uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, yeah, not, not a lot of matches, not a lot of – the best, I think, the best probably, like, thing that happened on SmackDown was uh, the whole, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar segment and um, the hit row, you know, with their debut, um, introducing themselves uh, to the WWE universe. So it wasn't like a crazy SmackDown. Um, maybe I'll pick up uh, this week. So, um, you know, we, we have to see what happens on Raw. Um, and then, you know, obviously, uh, so here's the thing. Um, you know, we always have this like rumors segment, whatnot. So it, it's, Your just, it, it's just one, actually. And it was the the exchange of titles between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Um, you know, for those who didn't watch, they kind of like threw the, the championships at each other. Um, and for those who, um, you know, who don't know, there was some backstage heat on Charlotte Flair, um, you know, because that wasn't supposed to happen at all. Um, and yeah, it, 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 like, I think things got ugly uh, backstage. Um, so the report was that Flair had concern of the segment um, because the whole exchange of the championship would make her title reign look weak. Now, I, that's what reports are saying. I can't, you know, I can't say what a person is feeling or, or whatnot. Right. But, um, how you feel is how you feel. But, yeah, you know, according to, to that report, Flair wasn't supposed to throw the belt uh, on the mat. And, you know, Lynch wasn't supposed to throw her championship at Charlotte. Um, so what happened was backstage, uh, verbal confrontation between the two, nothing physical. But, um, you know, uh, PW Insider is reporting that there was no heat on Becky Lynch. Um, and, you know, when it comes to Flair, uh, the, another report is saying that it's kind of like she isolated herself from the WWE locker room and that a lot of talent don't want to work with her. And, I, I can understand why due to her personality or her character, I should say. Right. Not really her personality, but how she goes about her business. Right. And, you know, I don't think it was always this case with Charlotte. Um, I just see it as she wants out. I honestly believe Charlotte wants out. She wants to be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, it, it, the move has to be AEW. Um, you know, she wants to be with her husband. Uh so, you know, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and here's why she wants to be with her husband. So 
I think about a year ago or two, Charlotte and Andrade applied for new trademarks for life okay. after WWE. So she Flair uh, trademarked the Queen of Wrestling and Ashley Flair. So if she were to go to, let's say, AEW, she would have to use the name Ashley Flair. So she trademarked it. So, you know, I think both did that in preparation of, you know, life after WWE. And with Andrade being in AEW, I'm 100% convinced Charlotte wants to be there. She's looking for any way out, um, which is a major gain for AEW. A major gain. Especially because the women's division. Imagine having Charlotte versus Britt Baker. Yeah. Like, that, that... that's that's an amazing match. Um, so yeah, listen. I, I, but here's the thing. Um, you know, a lot of people assume, oh, she's she's going to AEW like like right away. That's not the case um, because she um, also, <laughs> according uh, to uh, PW Insider, uh, Charlotte Flair has years left in her current WWE contract. So if she has years, I'm going to say a minimum of maybe two or three, which is kind of mm-hmm. hard. I say two. Yeah, which which kind of makes it hard, you know, for, you know, um, for Charlotte to leave. And I feel like Charlotte's only option would to be if WWE released her for yeah. something that would attract a lot of heat, which is what Well, put did. it this way. If they got rid of Bray Wyatt, they can get rid of her. Well, here's the thing. They they, they value uh, uh, Charlotte more than they value Bray Wyatt. That but does is, Charlotte value WWE more than WWE value Charlotte? Well, Charlotte just wants to... I, I, listen, this is all speculation, what we're saying. I'm just saying that it, it kind of feels like Charlotte just doesn't want to be, you know, doesn't want WWE bound. She wants to be an AEW. Um, and, and and shortly after, you know, those reports started going public, uh, Andrade sent out a tweet saying, fuck WWE. So, right. you know, you already know Andrade is in her head. Fire. You know, Andrade is pouring that gas. So, yeah. um, but, <laughs> you know, she, she is the top, her and Becky are the top talent in WWE. Um, it's just going to be hard for her to to be released because WWE is not going to release her. That would be the no. ultimate like win for Charlotte. You know, for WWE to release her, and then you know what? Hey, AEW is right there because AEW will pounce on that. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting, waiting to keep going. You are right on fire. Your the head is smoking right now. Just going out with these puns and these 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 phrases, these verbiages. You go, boy. I know you. I know you, once once I said Shaver and you jumped and said Britt Baker. I know you've been like, oh my god, Shaver is Britt Baker. Yeah, no, no, Charlotte Britt Baker Grand Slam. You, I want to be there. It's like, oh you, shit. You have Charlotte versus Britt Baker. You have Charlotte versus Thunder Rosa. You have Charlotte versus. Um, Serena Deeb, you have uh, Charlotte the versus, uh, yeah, the bunny. Uh, Charlotte versus, <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing out names there, but but all these are, are are matchups that people would would see. Listen, if Charlotte ever becomes AEW bound, that 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 that's another like 
major player that goes to is AEW. That, is, that a, is that a sunny move? Is that sunny days for AEW? In correlation? No, that's like... Charlotte Flair going from WWE to AEW would kind of like be like if I don't want to use her father, but it's like it, it move? Kind of, it's kind of like Ric Flair going from you know WWF at the time to WCW. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or but all right, you know what? Better yet, it's like if Hulk Hogan kind of went, you know, from WWF to to that's big, that's yeah. major. Yeah, it's so, a major. no, no. Now, but, now not, listen, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes and be like, "Get the fuck out!" You know, no, but it's true though because Charlotte is top two, top three, maybe she's top three in the business right now. Yeah, exactly, and she could argue, arguably, be the best um, that WWE has. So from right. that to go to AEW, that just like AEW, uh, you know, stock goes all the way up, right? Because I, we've mentioned it before. The the one thing that 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 probably hurts AEW that they lack in is a strong women's division, which has been you know picking up ever since Britt Baker uh, became champion. Right. So I don't know. That's. That is huge, and it makes a lot of sense. That was, if I had a comparison, like, you know, if even if, you know, just by the person, the star personality switching over from one state, from one country to another, that, that's huge. So you can see, I see it. I can see it. Now I want it to happen. I want more war. I want more, I want more chaos in the wrestling world because the more chaos that goes on, the more you and I get to talk about. And the more the fans get to pick up on, the more fans get to pick side and decide, oh, I want this, I want that. We want this, we want that. Right. And then it will come to the point where it's like, you got to do it. <laughs> we got to have AEW versus WWE on a video game because you know damn well they will do it in real life. <laughs> no, no. So, but all in all, happy Sunday. This concludes today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate the time being done here if you guys to check us out. Check us out on all social media at Instagram at Sunset underscore Flip underscore Wrestling. Check us out on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. We're on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. Check us out on all, on all um, podcast streaming platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Anchor, Anchor, we do our homework. We do our, that's our home base. We appreciate you guys. Time and time out. I'm loving the emails. I love what you guys give me to help, help us out with this podcast. We need this. We need Anchor, and Anchor needs Sunset Flip Wrestling. So we got to keep this going as much as we can. The people need Soto, okay? The people need the Whiz Kid, all right? He's like Venom. You don't know why you need him? You just need him. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh man so i got i got a game today i'm gonna watch some i might i don't know i might cry watching my lines play but the next play tonight so i'm hired about that what are you playing for the rest of the day well uh i got the fam coming over we're celebrating mom's birthday her birthday's on the 29th 
So we're going to actually celebrate it today. So, uh, yeah, my regards. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, we're just going to, you know, uh, thank God we have the NFL Red Zone downstairs. So I'm on the giant TV. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to be doing that. Well, I'm I'm playing some of you this week in our, in our, in our, uh, in our league. I don't know who I'm playing. Me? I got to check. I played you last, I played you last week. I think I played you last week. I know I'm playing you in basketball. No, I'm playing you this week. Well, in football. In In football, football, yeah. 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 I'm playing somebody. I know I'm playing you in basketball, and I'm playing somebody at work. I'm about to to rush through my my work league. This one, not so much, because I think everybody's three and three, but but one other person. So, but that's not really hitting over there. Sano, pleasure as always. I'll catch you next week for Likewise. our latest episode. Peace out, guys.